If you are listening to this podcast, it means you're searching, searching for someone who understands you, someone who gets you. You are yearning to be understood and to belong. Welcome to the Someone Gets Me podcast, where we help smart, talented, and sensitive people navigate an often insensitive world. I am Diane Allen, your host. My roles as ambassador, author, speaker, and intuitive mentor for bright and talented people are woven into each episode. I have the experience and knowledge to educate and inspire as I have been there and I understand your unique intensities, sensitivities, and challenges. Welcome. Hi friends, it's Diane here with Someone Gets Me. Today's episode is called Three Core Wounds of Neurodivergent People and How to Heal Them. Now we know that healing is a process. It is not an event. And oftentimes with the neurodivergent people I work with and the gifted people I work with, they want to believe that there's a finish line, that there's a destination, like it's a linear thing. And if I just check off all the boxes, and I just do it this way, then I'll be all done. And I keep saying, our healing, our satisfaction is is a process. It's not an event. There is no finish line. It's about continuously ever expanding and growing. So when your brain tries to tell you there's a finish line, there might be small mile markers along the way, but we're never finished. And we're not meant to be finished. We are meant to continue our beautiful road. So the core wounds I want to talk about today, and then we're going to talk about how to heal them. The first one that I want to talk about is being unseen, not even being noticed. You know, I can remember at times in my life being in a room of people or in a group and going, nobody even sees me. They're looking right by me or looking right over my head and or talking around me like I'm not even there. And so I've had that experience as a gifted person. And a lot of neurodivergent people have this experience where they're not really understood or they're not really recognized for who they are. And they feel like they're invisible or they're not seen in in lots of different ways. Um, And so with that, there's that feeling of not being accepted or um, kind of how can we say this? Like like being a ghost or being like an alien or something like like what people see on the outside isn't who I am on the inside and I so desperately want to be seen. Or really physically not being seen or noticed in a, in a group of people. Or because a lot of people who are neurodivergent and gifted are introverts, the extroverted people are talking and it's very fast moving and it could be challenging. And so therefore, it goes right on by and the person feels unseen and not recognized as valuable, which adds to vulnerability. And this can be the perception of the person. So the other people in the room might say, we see you, we get it. Well, that's okay. But if your experience is I'm not being seen, then that's what matters because that's what's integrated. That's the first core wound. The second core wound that I think about all the time is being alone which is kind of like being an outlier or an outsider. And 
there's a lot of different ways to look at this one, but you know, a lot of people are either only children or they feel all alone because nobody understands them very much, or they never quite fit in or a little, little quirky or, or different somehow. And that being an outlier or being outside of whatever the norm is of the group can leave somebody feeling alone, even if there's a ton of people there. And you can feel alone because you're not being invited to things you think you should be invited to or included in a way that is meaningful. Um, This can create an existential crisis, an existential depression, and it can really lead to a lot of loneliness. In fact, I wrote a book on loneliness cure that talks about some of the, the ways to really help cure that loneliness that we're taught to seek outside of ourselves, but it's an inner alignment that helps with this situation. And the third core wound is being misunderstood. There's a lack of awareness in the world um, about being neurodivergent, about being gifted, about being intensely sensitive. And there's lots of differences in the nervous system of somebody who has any and all of those things and all the combinations thereof. And sometimes the person themselves, you yourself, may not even understand yourself and be misunderstood and misunderstand yourself. So therefore you're misunderstood. So there's lots of levels of this one and it changes as we go through life. And as we have different people around us too, because you could be in one group that understands you and another group that doesn't. Um, And then some, for some people, you know, you might begin to think, well, because you're kind of alone and not seen and misunderstood and you have all these things going on that somehow there's something wrong with you. And um, and so because we um we believe something's wrong with us, we could easily feel misunderstood. So all these things, you see how they kind of swim together in a soup that can kind of create, you know, some difficulty. Um, another way we're misunderstood is we're not affirmed for who we are or what we do or what we bring to the table. This happens with a lot of neurodivergent people who are visionaries who see things way in advance and the rest of the group doesn't see it. And when they do see it a few years later, the person who came up with it is ignored because this, it's the second person who gets acknowledged, not the person who thought of it years before. Um, that has personally happened to me. So there's these kinds of things that are core wounds that that sometimes fester. Sometimes they have kind of proverbial pus in them. Sometimes they heal over really nice. But it's important to realize that all people are carrying some level of grief and pain and upset. All people um, have something going on. And all people are always in a journey to heal, I like to use the word rectify, whatever it is that's been going on. So just because you might identify with these wounds and more, and just because being neurodivergent might be new to you, or you're having difficulty, or you're embracing it, and all of these things, whatever, wherever you are, you're in the right place at the right time. Because the truth is that your neurodivergence and your unique gifts that you have are meant to serve you. They're not meant to hold you back. And just because somebody else doesn't understand you or just because you're not seen or you're alone a lot of the time doesn't make you less valuable. And since we live in a society that's more extroverted and we're social creatures, it's real easy to get going down that rabbit hole. So I want to talk about how to heal these things. Like what do we do to feel better? And for me, 
healing or the word recovery, both of those words mean to feel better. So it doesn't mean that it all goes away magically overnight. It doesn't mean it's a weekend project and we're all done or we read a book or we go to a seminar. It's That's not what it is. The rectifying or healing or recovery of all of this means that I begin to feel better. I begin to feel lighter. I begin to feel more aware. I begin to feel um, heard and understood. And I begin to learn how to find my people so that I can feel connected and have a sense of belonging. So the first step kind of in this healing, recovery, rectification situation is to be aware, is to gain awareness as much as we can, whether that's from learning information, meditating, going within, talking to other people, and hearing, getting heard and hearing your ideas, journaling. There's all kinds of ways to gain more and more awareness. And only you know where you are. Only you know what's really going on. So it's important for you to become more and more personally aware, because then when somebody is in your life and maybe you want to work with them or you or they're your friend or whatever, you have a way to um, express and understand that. So awareness is key. And then um, kind of like we flow into these kind of all flow together. They, we flow into kind of a level of acceptance, like, okay. You know, I, I'm a little quirky. I collect post-it notes and I'm a little funny because I see things a little differently than other people or my emotions are so intense that sometimes um, my tears come out of my eyes because of how intense they are. There's all these different things that you could be experiencing and feeling. And so we want to learn how to accept that who we are is who we are and that in, in reality, no two people have the same neurology. So neurodivergence is a great term for a lot of things, but the truth is no two people are the same. Even neurotypical people, whatever that exactly means, right? And neurodivergence, whatever that exactly means, it's all fluid and no two people are the same. So when we start to realize that we've been taught and we have this belief that everybody's the same except me, I'm different, or there's these kinds of differences, but then everybody else is the same. That's an elementary way to look at it. It's much bigger than that because no two people are the same. Now, what's what varies things are things like our autobiography, um, our genetics, you know, because some of this energy passes through our DNA, our life experience, our understanding, our belief systems. And so we want to realize that we can come to accept some of these things about ourselves and we're perfectly okay just the way we are. And then through that acceptance, we gain a little bit more understanding. And understanding, I think, is really important because a lot of neurodivergent people start out feeling misunderstood and can run into times where they feel misunderstood as well. And so um, as adults and growing up and all through different times of life, you know, I work with some clients that when we're around gifted people, they feel understood, but in different work situations and some friendship situations, they don't feel as understood. So it can be situational. So we want to have more and more understanding of how, how we work, what our own unique vibe, our own unique rhythm is. And then we want to start to embrace and integrate who we are into how we live. And, um, I, like I have this thing where if I don't see something out, I forget I have it, whether it's a spice or a vitamin or something to wear. If I don't see it regularly, my brain just moves right on by. And then I'm like, oh, look, look at this is here. And, and I get all excited. And so I like to have things where I can see them or 
know where they are, right? And some people that they don't have that. So we all have something a little bit different. Um, I'm also very particular about what pen I write with. Certain pens I use for certain things, and it's I'm very particular about it. And so um, that is how I do it. And you have your own things, right? I have a lot of people that like like to only read um, paper books. They don't like you know ebooks or anything like that, and they don't like audiobooks because they want to smell the paper and feel the paper. So everyone has their thing. And all of those things are cool. So the real situation is how can I understand and accept and embrace and then integrate that into my world in a way that benefits me, that serves me, that works for me. And if other people don't understand it, that's okay. They don't have to understand it. And give ourselves permission to be seen by ourselves, to understand our own world so that we can communicate it with others, but also so that we are able to take care of ourselves on a higher level. Now, we also want to learn about ourselves. Remember, we, I was talking a little while ago about awareness and understanding. So we want to be in a learning curve all the time because understanding of neurodivergence, brain development, physiology, um, our psychology, all of these things are and our neuroscience are always growing, always growing, always growing, always expanding. What I was taught in college that's true about our brain and how we operate is, is almost none of it is relative now, except maybe the areas of the brain, because so much research has happened and the world has changed. So you can use your um, ability to go down a rabbit hole and learn things in your favor by learning as much as you can about all different kinds of things and learn in the way that feels right to you. You might like videos and some people like reading and some people are audio and some people like it all. Find the way that you like to bring in the information and learn as much as you can and see how it applies to you or other neurodivergent and neurotypical people you might know. But you also want to gain awareness and learn who you are on the inside. That's meditation, journaling, breathing practice. Yoga does really good for that. Hanging out in nature, developing more of a body awareness, you know, like Pilates is good for that. Um, all different kinds of movement, dance, and learning how to be in our body and feel our body and appreciate our body helps us gain awareness. So there's two things. There's the outside learn, learn, and get all the information, but there's also the going within. And making sure that we're breathing and are we eating in a way that serves our body and and basically getting to know us in the nonverbal feeling kind of way. And that's hard for a lot of people who are neurodivergent to get to know themselves inside in the nonverbal healing kind of way. And then we want to pay attention to the fact that all of this is a process. So when I say learn whatever you can, that does not mean you spend all day, every day Googling things and reading articles and reading books and talking to people and watching videos, though you might get into a subject and really love to do it. It means being open-minded. It means no matter how much you know, to maintain a beginner's mind, meaning open and receptive to new information. As a mentor, I'm always open and receptive to new information because Often, my clients and different people that I work with and different people I know will send me an article or send me information and allow me to um, see and learn 
different things that I wouldn't otherwise know about. So when we're sharing information with each other, it's a way to really help serve us. So these are the important ways we heal. We, we heal by going within. Remember this, 80% of your freedom and your healing and your recovery and your feeling better, 80% is nonverbal. It's experiential. It's a feeling. It's, a, um, it's spiritual. It's allowing yourself to be in your body. It's allowing yourself to say, how does this land on me to have a feeling? It's allowing you to develop your faith and your trust. That's what it is. So it's an ongoing process. We have more awareness. We gain understanding and acceptance. And then we flow into more embracing and integration. And then that yields what? More awareness. So it's circular. There's a feedback loop built in to the way that we heal these core wounds. And just like if you pound a nail into a wooden fence and then you pull the nail out, that wound that's there is never exactly the same as the original wound, as the original wood, I mean, right? So yes, you're going to be different because of the things you've gone through and because of your neurodivergence. You are, going, you are different, yes. And that difference can be used in your favor when you allow it to be. That ability to say, huh, how can I take these, these things, these qualities, these understandings and use them in my favor in a higher way, not in the ego way, right? It's important. It's important we realize that, you know, people all the time are talking about all the assets and gifts of being gifted and maybe neurodivergent in these things, but there's also the, the difficulty and the challenges. And within those challenges, Within the grief, within the challenges, that's the healing, the experience of the feeling, the letting yourself feel the wound in a safe way and then emerge on the other side of it. That's your healing. There's your freedom. That's how it goes. So I hope this has helped you. I hope this, this episode, though it might be a little shorter than some, has given you some things to think about. So realize if you're feeling alone or you're feeling misunderstood, or nobody sees you. Quite frankly, I've had every single one of those experiences. This podcast is called Someone Gets Me for a Reason. My new book is called Someone Gets Me for a Reason because it's very common in people who are gifted, intensely sensitive, neurodivergent in all different kinds of ways. It's very common within that group. So all of us have something in common where we are rectifying and we are helping ourselves feel better as we heal these, these disruptions, these wounds, I like to use the word disruption more than wound because it reminds me that I can get a flow back. I can get my own flow and it's all going to be okay. So gain awareness, start there, pay attention, do some journaling, do some breathing, just feel your breath and how the air comes in and out of your nostrils. Feel the temperature. Feel the sun on your skin or the breeze on your face. Just allow yourself to experience your life in all the richness that it is and ask yourself the question, what's good about this? What's good about this? What's good about the fact that you see it differently or you feel it differently? What's good about it? How is it a benefit? Instead of pathologizing yourself and saying, what's wrong with me? Start saying, what's right with me? What's good with me? And I believe me, I have to do these same things with myself. 
we're all in this together. So if you have any questions or comments, or you want to chat with me about these things, my emails in the show notes, or you can go on my website and sign up for a free 30 minute call, whatever you think will work for you the best. Until the next episode, if someone gets me, remember to keep your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you because you're a rock star. You are here on purpose with a purpose. So go out there and let your light shine. And remember, you're perfect, you are whole, and you are complete. Remember that. Until the next episode, be well. Are you tired of searching for someone to understand you? Join our Facebook group, Someone Gets Me. In this group, you will be able to connect with others who are intense, sensitive, smart, and talented. I share my insights and teachings, and you can connect with others in a real, authentic, safe forum. So join us today. Someone gets me.